You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast with me, the Dolly Dropper, James Hurl, Mr. Birmingham League Sun, Andy Harrison, the loyal one, Joss Elliott, for your latest dose of all things Shropshire cricket. And welcome back to episode 27 of the Cow Corner Podcast. And we're finally doing one during the season. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is sponsored by the Birmingham Bears and Warwickshire County Cricket Club. The Ooh. Vitality T20 Blast is back at Edgebaston. World Cup winner, West Indies star, all-rounder Carlos Brathwaite will lead the Birmingham Bears this summer in a side packed with stars. If you've never attended a game before, it's a cracking night out with live music, inflatables and free giveaways. With their Club Together initiative, local clubs can get access to discounted group tickets and compete to win some special prizes, including £1,000 in sponsorship from Scriven Opticians. Just visit edgebaston.com for more info and to buy tickets. Well... I'm James Hill, and tonight, as always, I am joined by my good friends, Andy Harrison, the man with the Birmingham League turn, and Mr. Loyal, Joss Elliott. How are we, guys? Pretty good, thanks, James. Exciting news about the sponsorship there. Yeah, really good. How are we, Andy? Yeah, very excited. Um, over the moon, yeah. It sounds uh, absolutely amazing. I'm just wondering if uh, some of the Wem lads could uh, shove... Andy's Birmingham League ton stickers in the Warwickshire toilets now that we're <laughs> part of them like we do at Wem Cricket Club, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, well, it's, it's a really exciting time for the podcast, obviously. Um, it's, it's been quite hard actually keeping it under wraps, really, because if, obviously a few months ago, for those of you, uh, well, you won't know, but the guys around the table will know a couple months ago, the Birmingham Bears did get in contact with us and uh, said that they were interested in getting involved and sponsoring and helping out with the podcast in in ways of uh, various things that we're going to be doing over the next few months. So 
please make sure that you do listen to the podcast all the way to the end because we do have a ticket giveaway which we will be organizing we will be having various other giveaways and also other competitions and in other cow corner podcasts um and ones that aren't this one moving on down the line so we may get someone on for the shop show one but we are gonna get some of the players involved in the podcast even a couple england players as well so that could be quite exciting uh in general for the podcast it's still not as good as carl starling <laughs> yeah. no it'll do do quite a bit to beat carl starling you know james <laughs> ralph don bradburn oh yeah all, uh, some, you some know, legends john ashton Matthew Matthew no. <laughs> we were desperate that week <laughs> but yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be really good and basically our whole idea is we want to give back to you the people who have supported the podcast throughout get by getting you some great prizes to go for getting you some you know hopefully get you some tickets to some games and do some initiatives which will not only help the bears but also ourselves and uh, yeah if you are interested in going to any of the birmingham bears games do get in contact and also uh, tickets are on sale now obviously the first game Go, starts on Thursday night against the Steelbacks, but by the time that goes out, that'll either be this evening, or it'll have been or it'll have about three months ago. Yeah, but yeah, they are doing a pre-sale for all tickets. So the earlier that you buy the tickets, you get them for fifteen pounds. Uh, on Sunday, the 29th of May, they're actually doing a family fun day. Uh, which will be going on at Durham, which will include the Central Sparks, which includes some players who you will have seen in the Shropshire League, including Eve Jones, um, who will be playing against Southeast Stars, and uh, that should be a really good one. Um, on on the Family Fun Day, they're going to have loads of uh, music and a Commonwealth Games theme where you can try different sports like boxing and wheelchair, basketball, and uh yeah all sorts of fun and games going on there food and drink as always anyway that's enough about our new sponsorship well sponsorship partnership it's all it's all very exciting times how have we been going guys obviously the start to the season um i know from an albury seconds point of view i know it's not part of this kind of podcast but it's been a tough start with availability how um how have you guys been getting on yeah fantastic obviously i'm playing in a, a different league but <clears throat> I've been watching fondly um, at the Shropshire League. Obviously, played so many years in the Shropshire League and love it. And it's it's brought up some cracking results, some great games. I'm really looking forward to getting into the podcast because there's been some really serious cricket. And uh, yeah, very keen to get on with it and hear what Joss has to say. Especially, well, I'd like to say it's the most arrogant opening statement ever. I play in a different league. <laughs> <laughs> Birmingham League, yeah. they? The uh... <laughs> so I play mostly seconds under a shit captain. Um, <laughs> I'm not even. Can going you to can you explain that. who captain is? <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't divulge his name. It's not fair. Right, okay, fair enough. Um, data protection, all that. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah, it's been a struggle. Uh, played played one game for the first, uh, which won actually really pleasing results against Newtown. But second, seconds a struggle. But it's early days. You know, we'll, we'll come good. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's been it's been an interesting start to the season i'm really looking forward to getting into it and uh breaking down the divisions as we always do division three division two division one and the premier division and uh seeing what's been going on and talk about who's leading the divisions who's uh who's leading the runs and obviously who's not maybe doing as well and uh 
bringing up some of your names and uh, championing all the people who've got tons early season mm. on uh, tough green tops and people who have got easy fifers on uh, against. Uh, well, we we, yeah, we won't go into it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we do have ourselves a special guest in this evening, and it's quite an uh, Albury contingent tonight, which probably for the first time since, well. In about 34 episodes, I'd say, Joss, wouldn't you? Yeah, and we all turned up on time, which is very un like <laughs> So, yeah, tonight's special guest is none other than Albury's newest signing, Garrett Houston. How are we, Gaz? Uh, good to be here, enjoying the, the evening, enjoying the cricket season with the, the Albury guys. Yeah, <laughs> good, good to be part of the family. So, a- A.K.A. G-Spot, I believe. G-Spot, that, yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, it's the spot G. <laughs> <laughs> Not talking about the wicket. He's been called far worse by some of his opponents, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's only the last game that we had a little bit of shit, but uh, <laughs> otherwise it's been quite quiet and gentlemanly-like. Mm. So, um, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, just give us a little bit of background about your uh, about yourself and your cricket in history, mate. Um Okay, I'm not an international cricketer or a provincial cricketer, but I've played high standard, I would say, throughout my life. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, predominantly an opening batsman, and I've played a lot of uh, Premier League cricket, and I've played six or seven seasons of English Premier Division. Um, but, yeah, I started that when I was 18 down in Devon, and then Lincolnshire, and then Northamptonshire, and uh, I'm 40 now, so I'd like to spend my twilight years relaxing in a first division club, and I couldn't have asked for a better club than Alderbury. So can I ask what boy you to Alderbury then, Gaza? Uh, well, I'm not a very big towny chap, city chap, if that makes sense. I want to stay mm-hmm. away from the city, so Shropshire is... Uh, is an agricultural hub of England, I would say, one of them. And um, mm-hmm. so th- that's where I wanted to work and live. And uh, so that's what drew me to the area. And then Alberbury, uh, I was just fortunate. And I was learning how to AI. Um, Which I mean, artificially inseminate, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, all those city slickers that don't know how to... You know, where milk comes from, it comes from a cow. Not a bottle. It's insulted about 30 million yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. So if we didn't lose our sponsorship for yeah. G-Spot, we definitely lost it. <laughs> so I was at... It was near, it lasted. Uh, Cheers, guys. I was at Dalo's farm learning how to AI and... Mm. Um, we mentioned the word cricket and, uh, you know, I haven't had time to, to play as much as I'd like. Now I have the time, so, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, he said that there's a evening spot available in, uh, in, in, in the, our indoor team. Yeah. In the indoor team. So I said, yeah, fuck it, let's bring it on. Yeah, and no, I remember, I remember uh, Dale messaging me going, We've got this guy who's quite interested in playing for your team. He's uh, says he's shit hot, but we've uh, we've all known people who say that before. And oh, uh, God. 
Yeah. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know if I said I'm shit I mean, I, I, so I was like, I was like we'll, we'll check this guy out. We'll, we'll get him indoor. I, I, play I, one game of indoor. I had the, I had the registration papers in front of his nose. I turned up the one week. I turned up the one week indoor and I looked and I thought, who's the lad in the actual like pearly whites? Because <laughs> only, only players from abroad playing like pearly white tops and trousers. I thought, Surely he's not an Oldbury player. He was playing Oldbury. I thought, who's this? Yes. Who's South this? African champion. Yeah, no, well, normally, normally, normally you're like you're like bloody airsy and covered in cow shit. You know. Yeah. Well, look, those those outfits come from action cricket. Are, are played at a high level in South Africa You've for the provincial that. team. No, but action <laughs> cricket is different to cricket. No, I know, yeah. And I thought that's what we were pitching up to play. When you guys said indoor cricket, I took it as action cricket. Which is like a different game yeah. altogether. So, um, you know, the indoor cricket is basically pad up and uh, play with a hockey ball and, uh, you know, bowl as quick as you can. And the, the action cricket rules of batting and bowling apply, I think, except, mm. you know, there's some differences, but action cricket, you don't pad up, you know. You. Mm. You wear it if you miss it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good fun, and we uh, won the league, which is potentially the only thing I'm going to win as a captain this year, and uh, that will give you a massive mistake. Well. <laughs> yeah. Aubrey have perennially come second in Division Two of the Indoor League <laughs> to deliberately avoid promotion. Early has one season as captain and gets them promoted. Looking, looking forward <laughs> to playing next season. Yeah, boys. Cheers, cheers, cheers. No, well, we ne- we nearly beat Willie, didn't we? Hilly, we Hilly, 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 yeah. I, I left every catch that came my way. I basically let <laughs> it go. He does that as well. I, 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 could, I, I, could, I could have had more wickets. I if scored it gas. no runs, <laughs> but I bowled. Mm. And uh, anyway, this season you're doing quite well outdoor. You've scored 344 runs, an average of 57.33. All of that with a damaged hip as well, Gaz. That's uh, not too bad. I'm old, man. I'm 40. So, yeah, it's it's a a challenge. (laughs) But anyway, um, enjoying enjoying Division 1 and uh, Shropshire Cricket. Yeah, Yeah, no, definitely. You're a very welcome addition to Albury. No, and it's and a good, I, as I, mean, I say, I've had a good bunch, you know, even with the competition, the guys, mm. all the teams have been really good. It was a bit of a hiccup the last game, but that was mainly to because... <laughs> yeah, that's, you can edit that, eh? Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking leave it on. <laughs> Fucking... No, 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 jeepers. Let's but yeah, I personal. mean... Yeah. Other than that little hiccup... Um, yeah, it's been fantastic. And I think, you know, <laughs> Garrett, ticks, Garrett ticks all the three boxes for an Albury player, really. He can sink beers, he can milk a cow, and he chats a load of So you only apply to what, one of them? I chat loads of <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> can you milk a bear? <laughs> I don't know, probably. You know. Anyway, let's get ourselves on to the main part of the podcast. Here we go. Okay, so we move on to our first section. And just before we do move on to our first section, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, PFERB or PFERB Cricket, uh, which is run by Piers Rowanhorst of 
Weatherfield Cricket Club, he, uh, well, basically, I went to him because my bats were in absolutely no shape, and I had no time to, uh, no time to look after them myself, doing all these podcasts, you know, and, uh, <laughs> what, can, can, can Piers do something about your form as well? <laughs> yes, and he, um, no, he, he got, he got them turned around, and I hadn't scored any runs beforehand, and I've scored a couple afterwards but basically i may still look shit but my bats look fantastic um so yeah if you are if you are interested and you are in shropshire you know get them sent into him he is really good and he'll um you have a really good chat about cricket with him and yeah he'll get them turned around and sorted in a good space of time he got mine done i sent them into him on a monday and i got them ready for the game by the end of the week, so yeah, really hit, quick hit, to, hit like, a couple of sixes with them, didn't you, last yeah, night? Yeah, 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 hit, hit some big sixes with them last night, yeah. so uh, yeah, per- personally, they're right, Garrett. Per- personally, no, if, I don't mind, I'm charity organization, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send a few runs to my, my fellow teammates, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> tell, just tell us where you, where you hit these sixes, were they, were they straight or? Oh, yeah, well, just steps, step back and away, and just <laughs> smack straight over the hedge. To be fair, by the way, I think that's a great shout out because. If you're scoring runs with them bats, it's company to be called fucking miracles. <laughs> That's because true. I, I've never seen you score runs. <laughs> anyway, more about these sixes. So it's yeah. definitely you. Oh no, 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 definitely step back in the quad. It's a really short boundary on the, you know, on the one side. Shut to up! Be fair. Give him some credit. You know, come on, guys. He, he did a boundary. <laughs> he edged one before. That was it. Oh right, okay. No, I, I <laughs> boundaries. It's just, it's just nice to hear you haven't hidden down at like eight or nine again. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it yeah, was a no. bloody good partnership. We uh, we pulled it out the bag there, I think. We did, mate. We uh, did. No, it was good. We good had a nod. good partnership there. But um, yeah, no. If you are if you are interested, uh, you can get him on Twitter. P e f u r b cricket, uh, preferb or preferb cricket. Uh, yeah, definitely get in contact. Uh, I will be posting up the before and after photos after this podcast and. Uh, and I'll put, also put his information on Facebook and Instagram if anyone is interested. So you can have a look. And yeah, definitely a worthwhile service. And it gets turned around very quickly. And it's cheaper than going to, you know, Grey Nicks or anywhere like that, really. So anyway, moving ourselves on to our first division and Division 1. So in Division 1, the early pace setters are Frankton in first position with 104 points. In second place... Bridge North with 93 points. In third place, Bowmere Heath with 77 points. In fourth place, Chirk with 71 points. In fifth place, Kund with 68 points. Sixth place, Shrewsbury Second Eleven with 62 points. In seventh place, Wellington with 60 points. In eighth place, rather surprisingly I'd say here, Newtown with 55 points. In ninth place with 54 points, Alberbury. In 10th place with 39 points, Werfield second 11. 11th place, Shelton second 11 in 28th. And at the bottom in 12th with 24 points is Chelmarsh. So guys, initial thoughts there. Obviously 10 points separate 5th and 9th. And at the top, only 11 points separate 1st and 2nd. But quite a sizable gap between 2nd and 3rd. Overall thoughts? Any surprises? Anything that's jumping out at you there, Andy? Okay. Oh. Um. To to be fair, Frankton, good side, gone down. They do normally bounce back up. 
I think the the problem with Frankton is that sometimes they're probably too good for Division One, mm. but then they go into the Prem and they find it hard. But it's, it's unsurprising they're there. They've got the quality in the squad and a, a, a good overseas. The Norwich of um, Shropshire cricket. That's it. Yeah, up and down. Exactly take same, take take the money. Take the parachute payments. Um, but you said a surprise, and I think Joe, my friend Joe Yap at Kund, will be very surprised with their start. I don't. I don't think fives, at, you know, beyond their limits. But I think the higher end of the table, uh, anywhere above mid table, I think is 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 very good for Kund. Um, and Newtown, like you said, massive, massive shock there down there. But it's early days. It's five games in. Uh, a season can turn around very quickly. I was going to say exactly the same. I mean, only five games in. A lot of depends on who you play, doesn't exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. You might play the five weakest teams in the division. Um, I agree. I'm surprised Newtown as low as they are. I know all, all we had a. I don't want to hark on about it. All we had a great win against Newtown because they always have a good game against them. There's always a lot of rivalry. Mm-hmm. They generally beat us. So it was not nice to be on the other end this time. Frankton, as you say, Andy, I'm not surprised. Their professional apparently is out of this world with a bat and with a ball. Nice. He's very uh, got, got a chip on his shoulder. From what I hear. He's quite yeah, very, very. Yeah. You know, got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm surprised to see Weirfield as low as they are. In tenth, yeah. Um, Shelton, I always thought would have a difficult, difficult year. And Chelmarsh, I never really knew, never really knew what Chelmarsh would do. It seems, you know, we, we talk a lot about Conor Glendinning. Um, he scored a, had a couple of good knocks. Yeah, I, I think um, he's he scored some runs, Josh. But yeah. I, I got to be honest with you, that that jump up, I think we always knew that they were going to get go up the leagues and it was always going to be a big jump from Division 2 to Division 1. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. I can talk about the teams that we've played against and the team that I play in. And, uh, you know, we've got quite a big squad as far as players are concerned at Alberbury. And if we play with our top 11, we could quite easily beat any of these teams. And we've played Shrewsbury, Frankton, uh, Bowmore Heath, Chirk, maybe yeah, not, we, we, not, we not, 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 not in the uh, the Saturday games. I understand, but majority of the guys, their main players were playing when we played them. Yeah. They might you have been missing one or two. Yeah, you played Kunda Newtown as well. Yeah, so I think I understand the quality that's around. I understand that the South African chap, uh, Young Buck, is doing all right um, for Frankton. He's made a couple of hundreds. Um, personally, I think his bowling is going to be good. And hopefully I'll take him on the runs. You know, we've got a long season. I'd like to make a few runs. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think uh, I think Alberbury's going to climb that ladder, to be quite frank. I've, 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 got, I've got to say, just obviously... I don't know how good Newtown is. I didn't play yeah. that game. Obviously, hearing you obviously talking about the Alberbury side, um, just, just pushing over to Hurl and, and Joss, like... With signing a few new players, what's what's it like around the club? Because obviously coming into the season, I probably had you down as favourites to go down. Uh, as did myself and James, I think, yeah. we're completely honest. Yeah, I'd hate to say about my own club, but mm. I think there's a really positive vibe about the place. Yeah. yeah we, we won our first two games, which was great, especially when against Newtown. It was a massive uh, Beat Shelton yeah. as well. Mm. And Lara's doing a fantastic job. She's a very, very good captain. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's positive vibe, and as Garrett said, if everyone's available, we've got a very very strong team. You but everyone can say that. You yeah, know, I think yeah, yeah. Couldn't have said that as well. If everyone's available, you haven't just signed Garrett though, have you? So 
another signing you've had or is it another couple of signings yeah so I mean I mean the main thing for us is for my side, for coming from the winter, I thought we'd have a good chance of finishing mid-table this year, as I'd seen Garrett indoor. Yeah. And then we've also got back Ed Neal, who's a lot more right. available this season, who's Isn't... like a new signing. And we've also got a lad from Reeking College called Gian Sulkas. What a talent. Is, what a talent. Unbelievable. He's probably going to be one of those players who in years to come, you'll go, oh, I've, I've played with him. You yeah. know, um, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, but no, shall we check for help? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a quality left-handed yeah. bat. Uh, really elegant, um, and I think he's got a bright future ahead of him. So and he bowled pace last night. He, yeah. He's got wheels on him. He, got he, t- he turned up. He turned up to the club as an off spinner, and I can't believe that he played one game for the twos. <laughs> <laughs> and bowled off spin and now I've seen him bowl pace I was like mate why, why didn't you just bowl pace for me that would have been like and when he played his game for the twos he scored eight or didn't he and you tried to persuade Lara he wasn't good enough for the ones <laughs> so you could keep hold of him oh yeah yeah but, I disgraceful mean, it, it was it was it was quite a hard game actually because he came in with uh, 10 overs to go because our opening partnership had gone on for so long having scored about 80 runs um, and then he came in and smashed it and got us to a decent enough total so yeah no he's, he's a fantastic player and he's one of those players who just always looks like he has so much time and has all the shots as well which is fantastic and the best thing about it is he's one of those players who's not just he's not one of these who's just naturally gifted and it's just like oh yeah I'm just naturally he, he works so hard at the game and at Reekin he's been he's training every day like every hour that he's not revising at the moment and yeah he, he's been a massive bonus for us but um yeah I mean players like Gaz Gaz with his batting his bowling and the standard that he sets in the field it makes a massive difference and you know the the general availability of players is 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 huge probably this year you know and if we can keep that availability I know, I know that we're going to do really well. He says, knowing that the uh, first have only got six available this weekend because <laughs> um, it's uh, taken half my second team. But yeah, no, it's it makes a massive difference. And yeah. like, like kind of like what I was kind of like what I was saying at the beginning of the season. Though you only need like one or two of these really top quality players to really swing and win yourself games for me. Fair I true. think at that standard. And if you've got players like Garrett who can get yourself a total with Guillaume and you know and then you've got Mark who's coming in through as well who's then, now playing over 50s by the way yeah, yeah very scored, very talented score two score two 50s yeah. top scored in both yeah good player um, top player you know and then you've got Yayan who's class as always and Guillaume who's going to bowl as well and Gaz who can bowl as well Ed uh, when he's available Ed Neal when he's playing a bit more and hopefully. it's it's making a massive difference to Albert it's just again it's going to be about availability Sammy and Dom Zazar comes back yeah, you know yeah. It's just all it's just all about availability for Albury. But I mean, the difference is this year is even when availability is poor, we've still got players in the side who can win us a game. Whereas I don't think in other years we've we've kind of struggled a little bit to rely on those players who can be a bit more consistent. You know, Sammy Morris this season's getting six first. He's back to his old self. Looks look looks back in form. You know, it's 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 a lot more promising for Albury as a first team collective, and the third team is doing really well as well. So that's. You know, as a club in for those two sides, it's looking really positive and looking really good. Can I just ask uh, Mr. G Spot um, <laughs> if there's any players at Albury you're you're very impressed with? You know, if there, is there one that stands out that you can look at and say, you know, this is a player that could could really do it for us this year? Okay. Um, well, as I say, 
the best quality player. I mean, I hate to say he's another South African chap, but we only have him until in July. It's Gian. Um, youth you look at. Mark yeah. is obviously a, an, an outstanding player. I mean, he's made thousands and thousands of runs in in Shropshire League. So he's an outstanding uh, batsman. And we all look to him to like sort of, you just want to watch him bat. He's, mm-hmm. he, he really is a big cool He's a class, class cricketer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's 51 now. And, uh, you know, you, you can't be depending on 51-year-olds mm-hmm. in your first team. Yeah, th- that's the reality. Mm-hmm. And we really do, though. Yeah. Um, it's and, nice uh, that someone else is getting some runs this year. Though, as yeah, as but Milo, Milo as an off-spinner and as a bat, he's, he's doing some wonderful things uh you know Top also one of the older guys you know yeah. um the older guys are pitching up and putting their hands up that's for certain in albury you that's know good. that that's the truth of it but we we want to look at our youth so exactly i mean um, it's great the old guys are still performing yeah yeah um, is brilliant it's, it's with not, the new ball it's not very healthy when you're still relying on mark or mark yeah. or ginge uh, it, it's not healthy yeah. that's why you look at youth i mean i'm looking forward to see dom uh, zaza bat um, unfortunately, Jordan, uh, you know, he, he, I think he's going to London, so he's not going to be playing much cricket with us, it's unfortunately. Big loss, big loss. But um, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. But his brother's coming, and uh, I think that's going to be exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. Yai, I think he's got a lot more potential than people think uh, with the bat. Mm-hmm. As a bowler, wonderful, all the split areas. So but as a bat, I think. Mm-hmm. He's got potential, yeah. and he he's got he's got a lot of potential, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna try and help him with that, you know, yeah. tinker with his 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 uh, technique. Good. Like Hurley, you you need a little bit of tinkering with your technique. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm too past it now, mate. I'm too past <laughs> it now, anyway. But um, too much dancing. Nah, yeah, definitely too much dancing. Um, but yeah, so looking at the table, we've mentioned obviously Frankton up there in first position. No surprises there. And Bridgenall second eleven in second place, up there as they were last season. But a great start to the season with them. And a side up there with them, a few points behind Beaumont, first eleven. A big change compared to last season where they were dwelling down the bottom end. Yeah, good good side, Beaumont. I mean, Beaumont haven't really lost a lot of players. Um They've stuck together. They're a they're a good club. Well, pretty well run club. And I think, uh, you know, they they were a prem side for a long time, weren't they? So I you think they'll want to bounce. Jake up. Northwood's come back, um, got moved to yeah, the Franks, hasn't he? Good, good signing. Yeah, good yeah. Signing. He, I mean, he put, we played against him last night. He, mm. He's bowled very well. Bowled, yeah. Bowls a heavy ball. Um, good, um, good bowler. Yeah. Another another thing we've we've said on previous podcasts. You you brought up Bridge North there in second. I'm I'm not surprised whatsoever with Bridge North's success so far this season. I know it's early days, but um, just signing five six new players in the first team, mm. it just proves that you know you look at their side and the likes of Charlie Walker playing in Bridge North seconds. I mean, I played against him last year in the Birmingham League. He's a fantastic cricketer, and he's been playing for Shropshire, and he's playing you know in, in Division One. It's it's fantastic for the league, um, and I'm not surprised Bridge North up there. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the run scorers. So Leighton Trotsky leads the run scoring with 303 off five games with an average of 60. Matt Jones Jr. in second with 270 at an average of 135. 
Uh, Garrett Houston in third place with 187 with an average of 46. Uh, fourth, Peter Thompson with 180 with an average of 90. In fifth place, Liam Walker of Chirk with 179 with an average of 35.8. And in sixth, Connor Glenn Denning with 177. In seventh, Will Rodenhurst with 172. Matthew Knight in eighth and... Cameron Wallace in ninth, both with 169, and in 10th, Harry Bolland with 162. Hundreds, so players who have scored hundreds this season, and we've got Leighton Trotsky with two, Matt Jones Jr. with one, Peter Thompson with one, Liam Walker with one, Connor Glenn Denning with one, Harry Bolland with one, and Nick Flack with one. Anyway, moving on to the bowling. Leighton Trotsky with 17 wickets. Second place, Grant Mackay with 15 wickets. Joe Monk in third with 15 wickets. Jacob Northwood with 12 wickets. Cameron Wallace with 11. Tom Ellis with 10. Owen Brain with 10. In eighth, Surabil Sabith with 9. Matt Stinson with 9. And Toby Hughes also with 9. So, guys... Anyone stand out? Well, frankly, what are the top two have they? Yeah. Fair play to Grant. Yeah. Got 15 with ex Holbury boy. He's, he's doing well. He's skippering as well, Frank's in first. So well done, Grant. I was a little bit uh, sceptical with that. I, I, I didn't know. I haven't seen him play a lot of first team cricket. Mm. So over the moon to see him do well. He's doing very well. Really good, good. Luck, good luck to him. And also, yeah. shout out to Owen Brain as well. Fair play, young lad. Mm. At Cullen, 10 wickets. Yeah, yeah. Lowton, he's. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. I think he's a better bowler than a better batsman. So I don't yeah. know. That's my personal opinion. Mm. Uh, he won't like me hearing saying that, but uh, watching um, Gian as a left-arm batsman, I mean left-handed batsman, I would say Gian has got more potential down the road. Um, but Leighton as a as a left-arm bowler, facing him, having faced him, he's just got what, a what lot. What's he bowled? He bowled leggies. No, left arm spin. Oh. Not leg, he's just normal off his, but left arm. Okay. So, and he varies his pace. He definitely turns it mm. uh, when he wants to. And if he sets his field right, uh, he's going to mm. make take a ton of wickets. Uh. So, just before we move on to the next division, what do you expect to see in the next coming month in Division 1, guys? I, I expect um, a few changes in the table. I think... Um, you know, looking at looking at the table at the moment, I think the the top three look pretty settled up there. They look, I think they they won't be far off. Um, I do look at teams like Wellington, Newtown could push up the table a bit more, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what um what Alberbury can do. Actually, I know we've talked a lot about Alberbury with you three being here, all Alberbury lads. But I thought you were going to struggle this season. I look at Shelton, I look at Chelmarsh. They could be in a bit of trouble. Um, I think uh, Chelmarsh. A little bit reliant maybe on the likes of Conor Glendening. Um, you know, I think as a squad, maybe they're struggling a bit. I know Alex Starr's injured as well, which isn't good for them. But I think, um, yeah, the next coming weeks can be very, very interesting. You know what? So let me just mention this quickly. You know what uh, is paramount? And it's not batting or bowling. It's fucking catching. That's where everyone battles. It's just crazy how many catches have been dropped in our team and the teams we're playing against. And it's like, it's serious. You drop a quality player, that guy's going to make you pay. And that's what we've done consistently. Mm -hmm. We get 
our chances we make those chances and we've dropped them and uh, you know it's costing us dearly you see it's all about the warm-up frankton must have it to a t now they must have got a warm-up going surely please somebody message cow corner podcast please and tell me are frankton warming up hey it's the new breed they're the new breed this season mate the new breed i can see grant now putting them through their drills lara's got us warming up now as well which is good and our twos are warming up but yeah the ones are doing better with the warming up eh? but just i think in the next um after 11 games you have a better reflection of, of where where teams are you know you'll everyone will have played everyone you'll have had some win lose draw as well which might make a difference to some teams I think I talked to Gareth about this yesterday. You know, I think he thinks that Obby will perform better in win lose. Yes. Um, because well, the way we're set up. Be so we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how we get on. Can can I make another comment on that? Yeah. I think this format, um, bowling bowlers for too long a spells, isn't working for Albury. It might work in the past. I don't know, but I'm just being opinionated here. My opinion: you want to rotate your bowlers. We've got. A number of bowlers you don't know on any given day which one's going to um, be your star that's what bowling's about the guys that bowl and i've played a lot of cricket you you know one guy will give you a fiver one day and the next day he'll bowl a pile of shit <laughs> you just don't know so you can't just think okay i'm my top three i'm going to give them nine over spells or and they're going to bowl 14 overs. You just don't know about the other three. Mm-hmm. And, maybe maybe you just tell Laura not the whole of Shropshire. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's no. Be, yeah, maybe cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting excited, isn't he? He's getting excited. No, but to be honest, that is important. Uh, I think rotation of bowlers and uh, it'll favour us. I'm with you. Fantastic. Let's move ourselves oh, on to the next division. Get him in, Joss. So, as Joss gets the beers in, we move ourselves on to division. division two. No, well, it's a good job because we're moving on to division three, Gaz. And, uh, and, in, and in first place is Trisol and Sizden with 93 points. In second place is Welsh Ball on 90 points. In third place, Maidley second 11 with 79 points. Fourth place, Church Aston with 75 points. In fifth, Quartz second eleven with seventy-four points. In sixth, Wem second eleven with sixty-nine points. In seventh place is Audrey second eleven with sixty-two points. In eighth place, Newport second eleven with sixty-one points. In ninth place, Harpers with fifty-nine. Shifnal third eleven in tenth with fifty. In eleventh place, Albrighton with forty-six. And in twelfth place, Willie with thirty. Four points. So, guys, what jumps out to you about Division 3? Yeah, a very interesting league. Um, a league I'm very intrigued in, uh, with, with Wem Cricket Club being in there. Um, there's quite a lot that stands out in this league. I mean, Trizel up the top, it's great to see him up there. A club that I've played against for many, many years. Um, you know, they're in Division 1. And were they in the Prem, Joss, quite a long time? Long time ago, I, I think, think they, they might have been. Yeah. Certainly, certainly did well. Mister Mr. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Gilbert was playing for him then. Is he still around, Gilly? He's he's playing for Quap now. I saw him the other week. Is he really? I had a beer with him. Oh, he's so Good nice lad, to see him. Yeah. Great lad. Um, yeah. But when you look at the table, I think there's a lot of clubs that will be disappointed with their position. Um, when definitely we we talk about it week after week, the twos being so below the first team, as in league standard wise, they really want to push up, but. Unfortunately, like it's it's been hard selecting a team. There's been a few players missing, um, 
But it, again, there's no excuse. I think the quality is there. They should be a lot higher. And I think Quat, um, obviously the double promotion did, I'm not going to say screw them over. The league didn't mean to do anything like that. It, it, you know, they did what they thought was right. Um, but they ended up in Division um, Division 4 last year and they ended up getting promoted quite convincingly. Um, the Wem lads played them the other week and said they're a tremendous side and it was a great win for the team. Um, so I'm just a bit surprised with them being down in fifth, to be honest, Hill. Yeah, so quite interesting to see, as you've mentioned, Wayne Cricket Club down in sixth place and good to see Quats up there in the top five and challenging. And what also quite nice to see Welsh Bull up there, um, a side who have you know, struggled in recent years and uh, find themselves up the top, as you mentioned, with Trisel uh, doing well. Mainly second 11 got off to a good start in Church Aston, also got off to a good start in uh, Oswald Street, second 11. Good to see them, you know, doing all right, bouncing back, obviously, with their first team coming down a, a standard. Maybe, you never know, the availability is a little bit better. Good to see them, you know, not down the bottom. Uh, something that has surprised me, though, Andy, is All Brighton first 11 in 11th place. Yeah, um, they're quite a surprise to be honest with you. Um, again, they're, they're a team with a lot of uh, a lot of quality. Um, Shimo is still doing fantastic things, from what I hear. Um, just just very sad to see, you know, all Brighton in in Division Three. Mm. Uh, you know, you know, down down the bottom. I know it's early days, and I'm sure they've got the quality to bounce back. But yeah, it's just just very sad to see them go from such a, yeah. a thriving club to to maybe a club that. I don't know how they're getting on, but maybe they're just struggling for numbers. Mm. You know, it's very sad. Yeah, and Willie, Willie first eleven being down in the position that they are as well. Another, another side that's quite surprising is, I mean, I was talking to Slats preseason, and he was quite bullish about how well he thought they'd do, and he thought that they'd be pushing up, and obviously to find themselves, mm. uh, even though we said it's five games in and a lot can change, yeah. and I think as well something that we've got to bear in mind at this time of the season is. You still got people doing all sorts of stuff, trying to get themselves available for a Saturday. A lot of kids are still, mm. if they're at private schools, you know, they're still schooling on a Saturday until mm. next month at least. And you know, the, these things will have, have an, an impact, impact on availability, on availability definitely, definitely on the positions in the league. Yeah, so um, it's an interesting division, isn't it? I mean, I'm very, as I said, I'm very pleased to see Trisel top. Very sad to see Willie struggling at the moment. Very silly days, as we said. The other division, after five games, a lot depends on who you've played. It just caught my eye how many big club second 11s there are in this division. Mm -hmm. And you know, you've got Maidley seconds, Quat seconds, Wem seconds, Oswestry seconds, Newport seconds. Massive clubs. They they want to get, well, you can speak for Wem, they want the second yeah. time, obviously. And you look at Worfield, their seconds win in Div 1. Yeah. Shelton seconds win Div 1. So, there'll be one one to catch up with them certainly yeah. obviously on on that point Joss um, I mean a lot of the lads that come up to the Birmingham League um, the the standard difference is astronomical uh, and one thing I can say as a, a clubman is that the lads that come up do an absolutely fantastic job like the likes of Harry Astley who's been asked to come up mm. unfortunately broke his finger at, at, uh, at Schiffnall dropping a catch off me Um <laughs> But no, um, the likes of Harry Astley. I mean, Alex Olerenshaw had had to have a week in the twos uh, because uh, he had a baby scan every week. So that's obviously amazing thing for him. But he went into the twos and he just said the difference is just it's, it's just ginormous. And yeah. Um, yeah. 
Obviously, uh, uh, it's uh, a credit to our players though that come up and do such a great job. Yeah. Well, you mentioned before on the podcast, I mean, if you're a borderline first, second team to make that leap every every day yeah. or that drop every time, you know, it's I mean, it's slightly different level, but Kund and Ponce will have similar things. Yeah, Kund especially first team in the first, second team in the sixth. Yeah, it's very difficult. It's, it's a big gap. I mean, with our lads, I mean, it's like Alex has gone from playing Div 3 to then bowling the next Saturday against Christopher Benjamin, who's playing for Birmingham Phoenix. Yeah. Wacky. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He runs galore. Yeah. You know, playing him on a Saturday, it, it's just such a difference. So, you know, and it's a credit to him. It is a credit to him. It's a credit to anyone, actually. You look at some of them teams. I mean, Ossestry... You know, obviously losing a lot of players, their twos. I'm sure there's a lot of second teamers probably helping the first team out. Mm. I know they've signed a few, actually. They have signed a few, like the likes of Robbie Clark from Schiffnell, like, you know. But, you know, there's a lot of second teamers helping the first team out and doing a great job. And it takes some doing with the league. It really does. I mean, yeah. you, you you must know it as well with Albury. Obviously, your twos, what are you, Division 5? Yeah, yeah. Well, so your division five, division one, 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 it is 100% about availability. If you've got good availability across your ones and also a few players available in your twos, your twos are going to do well. And if you don't have that availability, then your twos are just getting ravaged and getting taken into the first team, a bit like what we kind of saw with Oswestry last second eleven last season. And that's that's the one big thing about being a second eleven, and that's the hardest thing to always judge in these divisions with these seconds teams because they can start off like a house on fire. You know, yeah. they can do really well. But it only takes a bit of bad availability in the ones and a couple of players, players to have weddings and more on that later. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know it can, you know it can really ruin a side a second eleven's chances anyway. But um, yeah, let's move ourselves on to uh, the players in this division. So leading the run scoring is Trisel's Usman Barry with two hundred and sixty one runs. Ian Anderson of Newport in second with 212. Then two Trisel players again with Lee Craig on 191 and Neil Bennett 186. Then Harper's Ramach 
Chityana Bamidi with 177. Welsh Bull is Paul Chapman with 161. Jagdeep Singh of Church Aston 154. Lindsay Rudd of Willie with 147. Gurjeet uh, Gurge on 143. Uh, friend of the podcast. And Rehan Barry with 136. People who have scored hundreds in the Shropshire County Cricket League Division 3 are Usman Barry, Glenn Edwards of Willie and Harry Astley of Wem. With the ball, um, Adam Shimmons leads the way with 17 wickets, Carl Ward with 15 wickets, Matthew Butcher with 15 wickets, John Bartlett with 14 along with Robert Anderson, Rehan Barry again in 6th place, with 13, Chris Dillon with 11, Sam Woodley with 10, Sahil Mashi in 9th with 9, and Terry Hughes in 10th with 9. So, guys, who stands out to you in Division 3? I'll confess, I don't know many of those. Back- the only bats I've heard of was Lindsay Rudd at Willie, so fair play to him, Bottle League, he scored some runs. But I noticed that Trice will have three in the top four, so mm. obviously, four very, top ten obviously very strong with the bat, yeah. yeah. And uh, no surprise at all that Adam Shimmons is top of the bowling because mm. he's far too good for Division 3. He's yeah. a still, on a case, he's, he's no spring chicken anymore, but still a very, very talented bowler. I was going to say uh, exactly the same, really. I think, uh, obviously, Trisel having four of the top uh, ten batsmen in the league is very impressive. Um, on uh, Obviously, one of their players is uh, Rahan Barry, and obviously, he's, he must be a fantastic all-rounder. Uh, with 13 wickets as well, it's, it's a hell of a start to a cricket season. Mm. Um, but one player I'm obviously going to bring up is uh, Matt Butcher, who's playing for Wem. He's come over from New Zealand, he's got family here. He came to see family. He hasn't come here, he has come to play cricket, but we haven't actually signed him to come over here. So he's come with his family, he's uh, come to the cricket club. And he's a great addition, absolutely fantastic addition to the cricket club. Um, but he's in a funny situation because he's he's played... I think he's only played, oh God, I'm pretty sure out of the five, he'd have only played three first team games. No, maybe four. Can I, uh, sorry, I, four can second Can I ask, games. who are you playing in? No, no, no. Okay, he's, no. he's come here to see his family. Right, yeah. Um, and he signed for the cricket club. And he's, as I say, he's a great addition. He's a young lad. He's 19. He's come mm. here for a bit of experience cricket. He's, uh, he's net bowled against international cricketers. He's, he's, he's been there and done it. He's done some good stuff. Um, but unfortunately, it's going to be a tough season for him. I, I don't think it's. Um, I, I'm not necessarily saying, but a bad thing. I think he's going to be very much up and down, first and seconds. Um, he's a fantastic bowler. He's got a lot going for him. He's very skiddy. Um, uh, he, he bowls at good pace. So I think in Division Three, he took a seven for uh, obviously the week before last, but then he was in the first this week. Um, He's got a lot of work to do with his batting, um, so I think he's he's going to be a bit of a yo-yo player this year. It's going to be very difficult for him, but great start in Division Three. Okay, so quick one. Um, in the next month, what do we see happening in Division Three? Anything that you would like to predict? Oh, it's it's quite quite tough, really. I mean, I I'd like to think that all Brighton um, might step up and uh, and push themselves up the league. I mean, Shimo. At the moment, with 17 wickets, you'd have thought he, um, you know, someone else maybe could chip in with a few more wickets and they might start winning a few games. I think 
what a surprise. I know the talent they've got on their side, like Stewie Walters, Terry Hughes. I mean, the cricketers I've played against for years, fantastic players. I, I would have thought they will push up the league and our, our first beat them the other, uh, our, our second beat them the other week. But they did say they've got a fantastic team, fantastic side. Yeah. It's going to be definitely interesting. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how those sides do. I'd be interested to see if Maidley can push Welshpool and Trisol up there. And it'd be interesting to see if those two can keep it going throughout the rest of the season. And uh, yeah, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I, 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 quite, I quite hope that Willie and Albrighton do well and push themselves back up the table because it's not great to see those kind of sides. The, the that, clubs well, it's not great to see the anyone clubs that have been there and done it though, yeah. aren't they? I think... I think it, it holds you in good stead, though, doesn't it? Being a club like that, they can mm. grind results out, and I'm pretty sure they'll uh, they'll push themselves back up again. Okay, so let's move ourselves on to our next division. So in Div Two, we've got in first place Lillishaw with 125 points, five 24 point victories out of five. We've got in second place, Roxeter and Uppington in second with 93 points. In third, Ellesmere with 91 points. What a start from those three sides. In fourth place, Forton, first 11 with 74. Joint fourth with 74, Knocking and Kinnerley. In sixth place, Beacon with 70 points. In seventh place, Wellington, third 11 with 67 points. In eighth place, Sentinel, second 11 with 64 points. In ninth place, Ludlow second eleven with forty-eight points. In tenth place, Ponsbury first eleven with forty-three points. In eleventh place, St George's second eleven with thirty-six points. And in twelfth place, Montgomery with nineteen points. So, first of all, for those of you who are avant followers of the podcast, you will notice that my beacon first 11 are doing quite well and are close to earning me a little bit of cash from one Andrew Harrison but anyway well, enough about they, that didn't you say they go up I'd say, I'd say Beacon have got more of a chance of going up you went for Ponsbury and I think Joss went for Sentinel so yeah. I'm in sixth <laughs> Joss is currently in second in eighth yeah, place but, but and no, you're Ponsbury they've got, they've got to actually go up pal <laughs> Just as good a chance, guys. Yes, Just as good have, a chance. But, uh, anyway, en- enough about that and our little wager. And uh, what are our thoughts looking at Division 2? I, I think there's a lot of surprises here. Um, You're telling me. I don't want to, I don't want to um, diss any clubs at all. Um, Lillishaw, apparently, well, they are obviously on fire. played 5-1-5. But apparently they are absolute gun at the moment. Will Atkins back playing for them. Good player. They got. I can't remember the name. They got some other guy they've just signed who apparently is absolutely amazing. Um, I think there's um someone from Beacon that's telling me that they're just unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Um, and great. Good luck to them. Good club. Good though, club. Sure. Been there, done it. Yeah. Rockstar. Good Rockstar. Good luck to them. One of my one of my many former club friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. They're obviously resurgent. Doing very well. Joe Brown is um performing. <laughs> also. On the cricket pitch as well, <laughs> <laughs> not just in the car, not just um, kicking balls over. Beacon, I thought Beacon would perhaps be a little bit higher. I mean, they're still top half and still doing okay. Uh, Sentinel second level, I'm quite surprised they're as low as they are because apparently their batting lineup is out of this world. Mm. Possibly playing the other, they had like James Weir, um, Niall Salisbury, probably, probably Johnny Lee, mm. Johnny Lee, yeah, class, yeah, class yeah. cricketer, yeah, yeah, very good batting, a hell of a batting lineup. Um, yeah. Ponsbury being down there, they're, they're struggling, still struggling. 
I mean, the attitude of some of their players is not good. You know, if you won't play when you're playing in Telford, that's disgusting, really, mm. isn't it? I don't know the details on that, but, you know, that doesn't sound I right mean, to me. That, if you're captain of the team, you don't want to hear that. Do you? Yeah. I won't play because we're playing in Telford. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's half the teams in the league. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm I'm hundred percent with you on that, Joss. Um, I look at I look at playing in Telford. I, I, I look at this league and I think to myself, wow. Um, prediction wise, I would have had this no way near um, this. I mean, you look at Saint. You'd Jordan, almost reverse it. I mean, I, you could it, do it yeah, upside I mean, down, couldn't you? Well, I, 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 I should have mentioned how sad and I'm seeing Monty at the bottom. Of I know, yeah, it's lovely club, Monty. I was going to say about like the likes of Saint George's seconds have always been a very strong side. Did well last year. As yeah, well. they're, they're they're second bottom. Pontsbury, a team I tipped to go back up, are struggling down in tenth. I know it's five games in, but you know, it, it, I mean, the points difference is ginormous. So you know, to to put it out of the bag now would be be very difficult. But you're looking at the top beacon. I actually thought Beacon um, needed to go down last season and regroup. I think they've got a great squad. They've got some good players there. I, I think it, it doesn't do a club any harm sometimes to go down. But again, I think they have potential to maybe push up the table. Yeah. Um, but to see the likes of Forton and Ellesmere up there... Resurgent Ellesmere. Is, yeah, Resurgent Ellesmere. Well, I think Forton must be as well. because yeah. it, it's, it's fantastic because I would never have called that. And uh, no disrespect to them. Uh, yeah. And Rockster, I mean, God, I mean, I remember a couple of years ago we were just talking about uh, they got did they get double relegated? Yep. Yeah. 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 So cool. they've got through and, and to be honest with you, you know, we we don't ever slate the league on this podcast. We talk about the job they do is fantastic, um, but sometimes clubs are going to take the brunt of it. Well, as far as I'm concerned, we said Rockster. Go out there and prove to us mm. that they were wrong, get promoted, and push yourself up the table. Well, they've got promoted, and they're in second place after five games. And it just proves that that club is thriving, doing well. And maybe a relegation has helped them. Maybe mm. it's kicked them on a bit. And, you know, I, I could not have said a, a couple of years ago that Rockstar would be second in Division 2 at this yeah. stage of the season. So, yeah, well fantastic. done to them. Every, yeah, after yeah. last season as well, doing really well, back-to-back, -back, they're going for. And, yeah, it's, it's such an interesting division, mm. you know. Like we said, Ellesmere resurgent, finding themselves in third place, 91 points. I mean, in any other division, 91 and 93 points would have yourselves at the top. Yeah. But the way that Lillishaw have started, I mean, it's got to be their title to lose, surely. Uh, we, yeah. Can we say that after five games? I think you can if, if it's clear that people like Joss are saying that sides are saying they're full of guns. I mean, Lillishaw are a great club. They're a great spot, a lovely place to play cricket. So I'm, I'm not surprised whatsoever. You know, I was surprised a few years ago when they started falling down the, the, the league. So that, that's not surprising. Uh, Knocking didn't get relegated last year, did they? They asked not yeah. to this time. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they they they, they decided they'd stay in the same division. Right. Very okay. good of them. Well done, Knocking. <laughs> yeah, fair play. Joss is never going to be allowed back to knocking ever again. <laughs> I'm going to. I, I'm going going to, to, I love knocking. I'm going to. Tom, knocking, I'm you. going to my mate Tom Boo's wedding on Saturday. He's knocking, and all, all the boys will be there. So don't put this pod out till at least Sunday. I'm only joking, knocking. Great club. Nah, we, we all love knocking here. We're only taking the piss. So um, it's good to see him up there. Yeah, and yeah, so you're looking at side. But the thing is, though, you look at these sides, you've got Sentinel in eighth and Forton in fourth, and there's 10 points between them. And it's such a strong mid table that Forton, knocking, Beacon, Wellington, Sentinel, you know, good sides. And then your bottom four, your bottom four still, you know, Ludlow second 11, Ponsby first 11, St. George's second 11, Monty first. 
I said that's some division and uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how that pans out right so going on to the run scorers and wicket takers in division two and so leading the runs in division two this season we've got those Lillishaw boys at top and in first place with 312 runs is Thomas McCreel. That's one. That's one I meant Thomas McCreel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second place, Harvey Wakefield of Lillishaw with 263. Then two Ellesmere boys. Johnny Mitchell back to form by the looks of it. 241. Kieran Barry, 210. Then fifth place, Fortin's Oliver Wilson, another good player there. And sixth, Ponsby's Owen Morris with 165. Good obviously, to see him back plays there. in Telford. Uh, <laughs> Mohamed Zahir of St George's with 160 Simon Fletcher with 164 for Ludlow and Sean Davis 149 from Knockin and Ralph Bishop of Sentinel with 140 now with the ball we've got Chris Hughes of Fortin with 15 Stephen Wilson of Pontsbury also on 15 on 14 Matthew Sayers of Fortin 14 then a run of players on 13, Stephen Bate of Lillishaw, Guy Leslie of Beacon 13 and Scott Kemsley of Ludlow both on 13. Naz Akhtar with 12 wickets, Charlie Conquest with 11, Dan Harris with 10 and Ashley <laughs> Thomas of Ellesmere with 10. So, going to chuck it out there guys. Who stands out for you? Um... No surprise, saw Steve Wilson's up there because he's quite. He should be in Div Two. He's a very, very. I've been for many, many years. Very good bowler. I say it every time, every podcast, pretty much. I'm surprised there's no Beacon batsman in the top ten. Um, having played against a midweek recently, Jamie Martindale. He looks very good against average bowlers. Is he alive? But but I, th- I think if he comes, if he, if he comes okay comes against good bowlers, it gets out very quickly. I think he... I can't remember that. How was he out against us? I can't remember. Oh, um, who got him? Um, not not that many, but when, when some good bowling came on, he he didn't last very long, did he, Joss? No. I, I'm trying to think now. It was, it was a good catch that got him, I think. Yeah, really good catch. Dive Worldly. into the left-hand side. Feet off the ground as no, well. No, it was you. It was you. <laughs> oh, off oh, off my bowling. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Oh. What a moment oh, that was. That, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Is this part of the Laurel Hardy sketch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this oh, actually happened. Seriously. He bullied some crap bowling, then I came on, he got out. It's yeah. basically what happened. Oh, what, Chuckle Brothers. Oh, right, okay. To me, to you. Podcast yeah. Reunited it was, mate. Yeah. Podcast wow, Reunited. Wow. I'll tell you what, Jamie, you want to fucking retire. <laughs> That's and he pretty saying. much has, mate. I think <laughs> yeah, he's he might well have. Stick to birding, stick to Tinder, <laughs> and, you know, yeah, stay away from cricket. I, I do repeat what you said, by the way. Steve Wilson, class. Good to see him and Owen Morris haven't given up. Yeah. You know, if they are struggling, like you say, I don't know any of the details about Ponsbury, but it's very sad to see him down there. But to have two of them playing well, well they're going to need them. And I think Owen can, only, Owen, Owen, Owen can only play something like two in five or something. Yeah, it's so him having scored so many runs is even more impressive. Yeah, really. it's, it's poor. Yeah, it's a shame for them. Shame for them. So just before we move on to the next division, what are our thoughts on Division yeah. 2? Where do we see it going moving forwards? Uh, what are our predictions? And we'll start with Joss. Um, I think I think Lillishaw will continue to trailblaze at the top. I think Beacon 
Fonsbury and Sentinel second will make their way up the league. For our sakes, I hope they do because we we uh, back them off for promotion. Um, I hope Monty dig themselves away from bottom. Um, I don't know a lot about Ludlow seconds. St George's second, I'm surprised to see them down there as well. But yeah, I, I think basically I think they're sure will will blaze this league. I think yeah. Rockstar might well be with them as well. Yeah. But I think third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth might change quite Yeah, I, I wonder whether our top three set. Andy? I I really do look at this league and think this could we can look at this five games time again uh, and it could be completely different. different, different yeah. From I'm talking from top to bottom. Uh, it's very sad to see Monty down there, but I agree with Joss. There's clubs like Sentinel that should definitely be a lot higher. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what B can do. I think they're rallying. I've seen all them lads on the piss. I think they're they're quite happy. I think yeah. I, I think they could be a good side. But yeah. looking at that top spot, I think Lillishaw, from what Joss has said, wouldn't be surprised if they fly it. But you look at the likes of Rockster, you know, good squad, but with availability, you never know if they're missing two or three of their star players for a few games. Clubs like Ellesmere could slip in there, you know, knock in, beacon, oh, any of them could slip in. I mean, Ludlow, their firsts are absolutely flying. Mm. You know, if, if they do keep a strong first team, surely their second team are going to strengthen as well. So, yeah, another club that could fly up that league. Cool. Let's move ourselves on to the next division. Are you coming to Albury next next season? Uh, eh? I'll be back at camp. Anyway, we move ourselves on to the Premier Division. And uh, in first place, we've got Sentinel First Eleven with 113. In second place, we've got Quat on 109. In third place, we've got Ludlow with 95. In fourth place, we've got Wellington also with 95. In fifth place, we've got Maidley First Eleven with 81 and St George's in 81. In seventh, we've got Whitchurch with 77. In 8th, we've got Oswestry with 55. Newport in 9th with 51. In 10th, we've got Old Scott with 47. In 11th, we've got Schiffnell's second 11 with 43. And at the bottom, we've got Shelton, first 11 with 24. Now, first of all, before we talk about the sides at the top, let's talk about the sides at the bottom. So... The one thing that jumps out to me is it's not been such a great start to the season for Shelton yeah. Cricket Club. And now, as a side which we've got many friends in across there, I think it's probably best that we talk about what's going on really with Shelton. So they've had some issues with their pitch, Andy. Um, yeah, something that um, I think all clubs uh, around Shropshire will feel for, for Shelton Cricket Club. Um, I'm hoping temporarily it's it's just something they can maybe sort out it doesn't sound like it but we don't know the full details uh, but our young friend Dan Walker's taken over the groundsmanship this year um, and we, we're devastated for him because it, it sounds like a problem that could could carry on for the season but without a shadow of a doubt uh, a great club like Shelton are they're going to be working extremely extremely hard to make sure that they can get the pitch ready for the remainder of the games. I do know they've, um, they've been, they're playing their next, I think it's five games at Fens Bank, which is all, also amazing for Fens Bank. And it'd be nice for Shelton because it's a lovely ground to play at. Very, very, yeah, great ground to play at for, for a ground. short period of time. But we do, literally all of us, I'm pretty sure, um, are feeling for him. 
mm. at this time. Yeah, I, think, I, I just wanted to yeah. comment on there because um, I actually like that ground. I, I, I made nice. I, I made ninety six. So um, uh, <laughs> a heads up to the groundsman. What a what a cracking pitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Yeah, no, it, no, was, I, it I, was it was bloody hard to bat on that bloody thing. Deep as creepers. I'm with Andy with all of us. In all seriousness, we you know we feel a bit down because uh, I spoke to him the other day about the work he's got to do to get it right, and he's got his work cut out there. To be fair. Yeah, I think they had some specialists come over, didn't they? And they said yeah. there's nothing they can do this season. They've got to, got to wait till the off-season, yeah, haven't yeah. they? So, fair play. And they're struggling, though. Yeah, they're first in the relegation places. They're second in the relegation places. But it's early days. They're, they're a big club that's on the up here. They've got a lovely new clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And that's who Darren Moody's playing for. Yeah, Darren the, Moody, the, yeah. The best scoreboard okay. in the county by a long yeah. way. By a mile. Yeah. Um, just not the best ground. I think. I think sometimes. I think uh, one thing people have to realise in in cricket. I, I know, you know. I'm not saying that people are slating them or anything. I'm just saying that every club has a volunteer who does yeah. a ground. And I think sometimes a lot of people do forget the work that goes into a cricket ground. And I think, yeah. I think everyone hats off to everyone that listens to the podcast does work on the ground. I know a lot of good friends of mine do it, like Graham Tro. And they do a bloody great job. And every so often there's going to be a hiccup. And it's just a big shame that it's Shelton. You know, really is. Yeah. 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 So. But, but I mean, when you got like Sammy Griff, for example, coming in off his run-up at his pace, you, yeah. you don't really want an erratic pitch, do you? No. <laughs> the last thing you want is a ball that may spit at you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's uh, yeah. certainly... Uh, as long you as you're wearing a duck, it's all right. Yeah, so that's a, that's a helmet to anyone else. Um, so moving on to the higher end of the table. So at in first position with 113, Sentinel Cricket Club, one of Andy's many former clubs. And in second place, right at home, Quat First Eleven. So um, what do you... What, what are our thoughts? Well, even our top four, because you've got Dodlow up there, Wellington up there. And then you've got that mid-table battle between Maidley, St George's and Whitchurch. And, you know, you say mid-table battle, but you'd expect those guys to be challenging and up there, wouldn't you? Um, what are our thoughts on the Premier Division? Um, well, can I start off by saying how delighted I am to see Sentinel up there? Uh, we apparently give them loads of shit, but we don't. And I'm delighted to see them because they're a great bunch of people. Played a couple of friendlies against them already this year. Uh, it's a really healthy club as well. Yeah. They are so healthy. They've got lots of really promising youngsters coming through. It's run properly. You know, we, we had a friendly against them the other day. I was scoring, not playing. But, you know, lots of them come and watch. And at the end of the game, the, the people that weren't even playing helped sweep up and do whatever. Mm. Brilliant. It's just a, just a lovely club. I'm so pleased they're doing well. Um, Quat, I'm not surprised they're up there. They're perennially a force in, in the Prem. My surprise really is a bit low down. See Newport as low as they are. Yeah. Um, in well, they ninth. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah, fair play to Sentinel. Good luck to them. Yeah. Whilst we are on the topic of Sentinel Cricket Club, um, I feel that we have to make an apology, don't we, Andy? Um, to oh, Shropshire's premier in-swing bowler, oh, one Shane Gwilt. Um. Unfortunately, mistakes were made on the last podcast and uh, Andy divulged the secrets of 
Shane's swing bowling ability and uh, I forgot to edit it. And for that, we are truly sorry. And uh, we did receive a very nice letter in the post and uh, hopefully this uh, this apology will go some way to stop the solicitors mm. from pressing <laughs> any, charges. <laughs> any charges on us. But uh, anything that you would like to say an apology, Andy, is the well, person who did vocalise these you, uh, all, issues. All, 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 I can, all I can say is... Um, Shane could swing a brick. He could swing a brick. So anything yeah. I did say was uh, was completely wrong. It was good advertising uh, for uh, Murray Mays, though. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a one-off occasion, and it, it, you know, it was a bit of fun. So no, look, Shane, we we do massively apologise. You are the swing king of Shropshire cricket, like you said in the letter. Um, Gary, does, <laughs> Gary doesn't know what happened. Apparently, Murray Mint. Murray Mint's are very good for getting shy on the ball, apparently. Um, anyway, yeah, Murray's moving on. But a moonshine, Nick. But yeah, move, moving ourselves on. Legally, so. we have to move on after two minutes. Yes. So, uh, like as you've mentioned, Newport down in ninth, Oswestry newly relegated from the Birmingham League in eighth, and uh, Whitchurch, a side that we always say would do well, find themselves in sec- seventh. And St. George is nearly promoted in sixth. So, Andy, your thoughts on uh, the Premier Division? Uh, well, obviously, absolutely buzzing to see uh, Sentinel up there. I think Joss is absolutely right. Lost a lot of players uh, a few years ago. A few clubs mentioned and commented, saying they, they could be a sinking ship on, on Twitter. Well, the sinking ships just started becoming the uh, the top club in Shropshire cricket now they're, they're pushing away and, mm. and they're bringing the youth through and thriving and uh, look like they could uh, go all the way this season if uh, if they keep going the way they are um, Quat obviously they're, they're always going to be up there they're a great squad they have a fantastic uh, squad of, squad of players uh, Ludlow <laughs> impressing me for the last couple of years I'm not obviously going to go through the whole table hill but um, Ludlow look a very very strong side that could could easily push the, the, the top two uh, back end of the season. Uh, Oslo Street, bit of a surprise. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if you are. Are you surprised? Yeah, I, I am and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that I've heard from the Birmingham League podcast and yeah. the amount of players that they've lost and things like that, I am surprised. But then also, you would you would still expect the strength and depth to be yeah. enough to push them through. And you never know, maybe they've just had a bad start and you know they they will build as the season goes on yeah. and you, you never know. But maybe maybe just solidifying themselves and finding out who they truly are this season would be good for them. Yeah, also um, obviously Whitchurch sitting down in seventh. Um, bit, bit of a surprise, but there's a lad playing for him called Mike Robinson who come to Wem Nets and we were, we were keen to sign. Yeah. He, he gave it the... He gave it his all and said he was looking to play for the highest standard club he could play for. Ended up going to Whitchurch, which you know we were a bit surprised about. He hadn't mm. scored a run for a while, but I think he's found his feet and he scored a hundred this week. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, good for him. And the other one I'll I'll talk about is uh, Orskut. Obviously, having um, uh, Carl fantastic on the podcast yeah. um, six months ago, Hill. Um, and he was <laughs> he was absolutely superb. Spoke really well. I, I liked what he said. And I've got a little bit of news about Allscott uh, Cricket Club. Uh, they've got Don't two stand. two new signings. Oh, uh, they've signed Kyle Morgan and yeah. also Nigel Wellings, who are nice. ex Margaret Drayton players. And uh, they will bolster the squad, especially with the bowling. Uh, and Nigel's a very good all rounder. So I think um, I hope that's official. But uh, Carl, I saw Carl a couple of weeks ago, Schiffnall game, 
Fantastic. And uh, and we had a good chat, and he, he thinks they look promising, and and they can get out the relegation zone, sort of down there, and, and push up the table. Yeah, and obviously a side that we've mentioned before, they start slowly and then mm-hmm. pick up, and something that Carl picked us up on <laughs> yeah. when he was on before, but. Yes, it's such a tight division and it's good to see Maidley up there in the top five and also Wellington doing so well after the last few years. And like we said, kind of probably what Oswestry are maybe going through that kind of finding their feet again, getting themselves together, kind of rearranging the deck chairs, should we say, and getting themselves prepared and clean, having a bit of a clean up and getting ready to push forwards again. And uh, Quart, as we've mentioned, as always, up there and Great to see Ludlow building on last season and uh, continuing their their good form. And I am quite surprised to see Schiffnell's second eleven down at second from bottom. But again, it's one of those where I mean Shrewsbury second eleven struggled last season as well. It's just quite. I think it's quite a hard division when I think as we've mentioned before, you can get away with probably having a few players missing being a second eleven in Division One um, with the standard of players that they've got. Um, Probably can't get away with it in the Premier Division, Andy. I think I think um, we talk about it quite often. When when teams put a consistent side out, they're normally, you know, obviously you're going to have tough quality. But take take for example, Sentinel first team are normally going to have quite a consistent team. With Schiffnell week after week, it, it must be very difficult for a side in committee to to pick a, a first eleven. Obviously, due to who's in the first team so the second mm. team are then going to find out second yeah. wind who's playing for him it, it must be very difficult so I'm not surprised some of the yeah. second teams struggle but I do think playing against Schiffnell the other week and had a few away in, the, in a T20 against us um, yeah. they've got some potential in that too so they've got some real real good players yeah. so moving on to the top run scores in the Premier Division We've got William Mashinga of Wellington with 327 runs, an average of 81. We've got Dan Lloyd with 315 runs. Here we've got Ryan Weldon with 303 runs. We've got Imash Udayanga with 299 runs. We've got Jason Oakes of Ludlow with 297 runs. We've got Sam Morgan of St. George's in 6th with 293 runs. In 7th, we've got Carl Starling with 248 runs. In 8th, we've got Ridwan Dyer of St. George's with 236 runs. We've got Mikhail Pillay with 229 runs in 9th. And we've got Saqib Akhtar in 10th with 220 runs. Now, moving on to those who've scored hundreds in the Premier Division, we've got Dan Lloyd who scored two, William Mashinga with one, Ryan Weldon with one, Jason Oakes, Sam Morgan, Saqib Akbar, Ollie Plank and Michael Robinson all with a ton. With the bowling, we've got Dan Lloyd leading the wickets with 24. We've got Shabir Khan with 17. We've got Mikhail Pillay with 15. Chris Starling with 15. Scott Ferber with 14. Daniel Bowen, Shafiq Ahmed, Charlie Morris, Matthew Batkin and Alex Davidson all with 14 wickets and also Ridwan Dyer with 14 wickets. And those are your bowlers. So guys, I mean, possibly only one person who really stands out here, or maybe a couple. What are our thoughts, Joss? He can't know Dan Lloyd, can he? Fantastic effort from him. He's got 200 already, one more than ours, and seven more wickets than ours. What an effort by the lad. Mm. He, he's still young as well, fair play. Um, 
batting wise, I see Ryan Wilder getting runs, nice lad. Yeah. Played played against him indoors, plays Willie and good to see the evergreen Carl Starling. Mm-hmm. Still up there. Good to see. Yeah. Yeah. For for me, like obviously seeing um Dan Lloyd so many wickets and runs, it's uh it's fantastic. It's good to see him doing well. A Shropshire player doing fantastic but it's it's great to see um obviously sentinel with a, another fantastic overseas it can really help the team i think joss brought it up earlier we played him in a pre like a friendly um and he was so helpful for the youngsters and uh, he's really giving it his all with the bat and ball so that, that's fantastic and carl just keeps going doesn't he? Mm. like he's just a freak like he keeps going keeps going so whatever you're doing carl you're doing very well. So, yeah, very, very impressed with them. So, having a look at the Prem, how do we see this division unfolding in the next month? I'd like to think that um, Sentinel can stay up there. I know Quat will. Um, and I'm not having a go at Sentinel. I just I just hope they stick together uh, the way they are and keep, keep flying. I think Ludlow really could press these top two, without a doubt. Uh, I'm sure Wellington will as well, um, but then lower down the table, um, it's going to be very interesting. I think Allscoop with them two signings, I think getting playing, it could drag Newport, Osler Street maybe down into that little relegation zone. Um, so it's going to be very interesting, and I, I do hope Shelton can pick up. I understand the difficulty with the pitch. We've already spoke about that. We don't want to talk any more about it, but I really hope they can just. Just pull together. They've got a great bowling attack. Um, yeah, I really hope they can do it, especially for our mate Dan Walker. Yeah, um, I agree with Andy, really. Um, it'd be interesting to see how Shelton, especially having to play the home games somewhere else, cannot be easy. You know, especially with the, with the atmosphere they got at Shelter now, where they, they, you know, the amount of people that get to come and watch them from the housing nearby. So to play at Thames Bank can't be easy for your home games. But um, I hope they turn it around. Um, Paul Scott, I hope, I hope they stay above the relegation, relegation area. Um, I very much hope Sentinel nail it. I really hope they go up. I, I'd love them to go up. I really would. And I think Quat Quat will give tooth and nail to join Worthfield in the Birmingham League as well. Mm. Okay, that perfectly sums up to the Premier Division, and we move on to our final section. So we move ourselves on to our final segment and this time uh, we've got a little something tasty for you all. So with our new partnership with the Birmingham Bears, we are giving away tickets to see the Birmingham Bears in action against Yorkshire Vikings on Friday the 10th of June. We have four tickets to give away. So that's you and three other friends who have tickets to go see the Bears game and no Joss we can't rig it, so we win. However good a day that will be on the Can piss. we have a raffle? <laughs> <laughs> we'll draw it here now. <laughs> you and three friends will get tickets to the game at Edgebaston to see the Birmingham Bears take on the Yorkshire Vikings sides, both sides with plenty of internationals and players of a very good pedigree taking Parts. What we want from you is we want your funniest cricketing story. So... Send in your funniest cricketing story to cowcornerpodcast at gmail.com. Send them in and we'll read them out on the podcast and then we'll put them out to 
should we, well we could either put them out to a, a public vote or we can put them out to a vote of whoever is around the podcast whenever we make the decision and the winner of the funniest story will win the four tickets for them and their friends to the Birmingham Bears versus Yorkshire game on Friday the 10th of June so make sure you get those into us for a chance of winning it can be a story of yourself or it can be one that you've overheard anyway we want to name names we want names what details <laughs> we want to laugh here in the studio make sure it's a good one but yeah like as we've mentioned so this is our ticket giveaway that we've got going we're going to be with our partnership with the Birmingham Bears we're going to be doing loads more kind of giveaways loads more content and we are going to be getting some players on some of the podcasts so please make sure you look out for those anyway before we go um, on a completely different note, I would just like to mention um, a few people that we have lost uh, in the Shropshire cricketing community. Uh, the first one being Annette Phillips of Chirk Cricket Club, someone who is a massive part of Chirk Cricket Club and also a follower of the Cow Corner podcast, who sadly quickly passed away the other day and also one John Aspinall who played for many Shropshire clubs uh, including Alberbury and Wem mm. Shropshire um, who sadly passed away at a very young age recently and also on top of that um, a person who has had a lot to do with Shropshire cricket one Brian Kitson who was the Shropshire County Cricket League secretary for over 40 years before he had to leave the post earlier this year. Obviously, a lot of people, a lot of teams across the league uh, held their respects um, and held a minute's silence for Brian. And uh, I'm sure Chirk will be holding one for Annette this weekend. And we have held one for John last weekend as well. And uh, we would just like to say that this podcast, even though it's not a lot, um, we are all thinking of their family, friends and club members and teammates of those three. And this one is dedicated to those people. Anyway, as always, thank you very much for listening. You can like, share and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast and Spotify. And once again, I would just like to say thank you very much, Joss. Cheers, Andy. I've just thought of a story that might win that competition, actually. It involves um, a lift to the wrong Frankton. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, well, I mean, mate, you can you can put it in. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll happily read it. Um, I'm not sure you can win, though. Oh. But, hey, and uh, thank you very much, Andy. Uh, thank you very much. And thank you very much to our special guest, Garrett Houston. Thank you very much, guys. I, know, I didn't have too much to say, but 100%. Uh, nice to enjoy no, the I played no, something last night, didn't you? It's been an awesome <laughs> evening. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Keep banging them runs, mate. And thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Cow Corner Podcast. Until cheers, next everyone. time. Bye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.